0: This is the Justice Fighter Podcast with Attorney Gerald Griggs, where we have conversations on social justice, civil rights, and political news that affects us all. all. Let Attorney Griggs put you on game, only on the Justice Fighter Podcast, y'all. This is Attorney Griggs a Justice Fighter. We're here on Justice Fighter Podcast. We're excited to be here at Justice Media, and we have a great guest today. I'm fired up and excited to hear from her. Uh, she is the political strategist for New Order Human Rights Organization, and I'm so excited to have her on the podcast. So introduce yourself to the people and, and tell us um, you know, a little bit about yourself.
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Maria Harris, and like Mr. Griggs uh, stated, I'm the political strategist for uh, New Order National Human Rights Organization based out of uh, Atlanta, Georgia and um, hubbed in Marietta, Georgia. I am give you a background of my duties. Um, I uh, assess uh, views and agendas uh, on a national state and local of our political leaders. I take that information back to the organization to our president who is uh, none other than uh, Gerald Rose. And um, once I give that information to him, um, I have given account about the information that I've given him and we look at that information and we give it to the public. We um, give a positive outcome that will proliferate our communities, our businesses, our schools, our homes and then just uh, people. As- uh, us as a whole, the people as a whole. So that's
0: what I do. Okay, well, that sounds like a lot that you have to do. And so I'm excited to have <laughs> you on. I've been working with Gerald and New Order for a long time. They've been doing great things in the community. Yes. And so I want to kind of talk politics. So, uh, you know, as a national okay. uh, political strategist, I know you're dealing with mm-hmm. the presidential election, right?
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay, and so just today, we saw after the uh, Selma um Uh, 55 years of Selma we just got back from, we saw a couple of the presidential candidates drop out of the race. Uh, Pete Buttigieg has dropped out, and now Amy Klobuchar has dropped out. And so what's been your observation of this um, discussion on the Democratic side trying to get to a nominee? Well,
1: honestly, um, looking at... um, Klobuchar and I don't I don't know how to pronounce
0: his name. Buddha Judge.
1: The B- Buddha Judge. We're we'll just calling him. Okay. We're
0: we'll call okay. him Mayor Pete.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, let me tell you. Um, just looking at the presidential uh, election and uh, as a Democratic Party as a whole and everybody that we have on the panel, and to be honest, I think that everybody that we have uh, as panelists, as uh, potential presidential candidates, I think they all play a significant role and can be wonderful, wonderful leaders of our nation, mm-hmm. the United States of America. However, when you have Uh, someone like Donald Trump, who's already in office, you Mm -hmm. have to be um, very strategic in in going forth and having a representative that's going to not only um, be, um, what you call it, Hmm. Trump over Mm-hmm. Him, himself, use his word against him, his name against him, is going to be uh, productive in and in, in, in strategic in gaining access to the White House. Once we get in, you got to be able to tear those walls down mm-hmm. uh, of what has already been built. He's done a lot of things, but there was a lot of good things that was there before he got there. These people dropping out of the race. Uh, if they had stayed in the race it would have been a great divide because they they had some wonderful views and ideas I was just uh, looking at uh, Klobuchar's um, uh, her views and, and something that came to, to me through Occupy Democrat mm-hmm. uh, it's a wonderful page that I look at on, um, on the Facebook and she had a panel on there and they had some wonderful ideas that they were bringing towards her and she was answering like off the rip, she was giving it to them. Mm-hmm. They were talking about helping in the community, uh, the Republican bill, um, uh, the ta- taxes, health care. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was talking about all of that stuff—wonderful, wonderful things. But to have her come in to take the people that she um, was going to have voting for her would have split the vote. We gotta have, we gotta narrow it down, and they knew that. And mm-hmm. I think that's why they um, these people dropped out. Yeah. Um, And so also,
0: also, Tom Steyer also dropped out uh, recently. So I I see what you're saying. So basically, are you saying that uh, because there is a schism between the far left and the moderate lane of the Democratic Party, you think they're consolidating the vote by dropping out so they can make the lane a little bit smoother for the moderate centrist Democrat? Yes, yes,
1: absolutely. They understand. Mm -hmm. that the margin has to be narrow. They understand that. You can't have too many people. They all hear and see and experience exactly what we hear and experience. They do. And they know that, like I said, it has to be strategic how this plays out. They know that Warren and uh, Biden Mm -hmm. and they know that Bernie, they know that the people are backing them 100%. Bloomberg and
0: um, Tulsi Gabbard, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, him and Steyer and um, uh, Klobuchar. They know that they um, have some backing and some following, but it's not as strong as the other three. And if they can get narrowed down to those three, then we we have a real competition here—a real competition. I project that Biden would take it, and I need for him to take Warren along with him because she has some excellent and wonderful views that we need to experience as a people and as a nation. Bernie needs to go along with him, and he needs to find a way to bring all of them with him. Because they all really, really had some wonderful views through their uh, debate. I loved and enjoyed each each moment of it. It was, it was really, really heartfelt to see them go at it and really, really fighting it. it even became um, emotional during the last debate. He wanted to get so much in, but it was so much going on. And I just really was um, enthused about how it all played out. And they're doing a great job.
0: Okay. And so do you think that the the Democrats can coalesce around a a candidate? I mean, Bernie is 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 healthcare for all. It's more of a Mm -hmm. democratic socialist platform where Biden is is more centrist and and reminding people that he was in office with President Obama. Mm -hmm. Uh, And of course, Mm -hmm. you know, Elizabeth Warren is is in the middle of both of those positions where she still, uh, you know, leans toward (coughs) Medicare for all. And more um, progressive policy. Um, And then, of course, there's the Bloomberg uh, centristism, which is more like Republicanism. Um, But so, I mean, Mm -hmm. where where do you see this all playing out as we get closer to Super Tuesday, which is actually tomorrow? Where do you see this playing Mm -hmm. out?
1: Well, actually, let me just say this Um, I've been kind of watching Bloomberg for about two weeks now. It didn't take long. Mm -hmm. He went to a church. And um, um, not too long ago, maybe it was Sunday past, uh, yesterday or whatever, and the congregation stood up and t- put their backs towards
0: him. Yeah, that was in Selma. And yeah, so we we
1: kind of know that. Listen, I think Bloomberg came out of his um, <clears throat> he came out um, of his mindset of saying, "Hey." If Trump can do it, I can do it. See, we had this thing going on, if Obama can do it, I can do it. But mm-hmm. they just did not know that Obama was very intelligent. He was His mindset was was strictly for the people.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They looked at it as, he's a black man. He don't know nothing, he ain't got nothing, and it's going to be X, Y, Z when he gets there. He had no way, nobody, well, Republicans anyway, because I watched Boehner uh, um Every time he got up and speak, mm-hmm. give uh, nasty looks to him. It was horrible to sit and watch them um, whenever uh, uh, President Obama would speak. Mm-hmm. And um, so that I can do it, two things. But see, everybody sees Trump. He's, he's, he's mean. He's nasty. He's, he's just completely unfit to be there. So Bloomberg came out of the works that they "Hey." If he can be uh, uh, a rich man and run the country, hey, maybe I can too, but that's not it. Mm -hmm. Just because you can run a a business does not mean you're fit to run a country. You have to be completely unbiased Mm -hmm. when you're running a country. And he doesn't have the capacity to do so because he has a lot of things going on in his his company. People have um, labeled him to be a racist as well. If he's elected, it's gonna be pretty ugly. Uh sorta of like what we got in there, but it's gonna be on a nice nasty um uh level. However, Warren and Biden and Bernie, they bring such a um uh a not pure but sincere mindset to it. They really want this bad and to turn this country around. We're tired. Mm-hmm. The the politicians are tired, and I honestly believe there's more more people tired than just the one that turned his back on on Trump to, to vote him as uh um to be impeached. I forgot his name um that quick. Oh, you ta- he um he didn't.
0: What you talking about the impeachment inquiry with uh, all the the Democratic uh, individuals that were in the House? Is that what you're talking about?
1: Yeah, and he 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 didn't vote for Trump to, to uh he voted for him to be impeached. Oh, you are talking,
0: talking about Mitt Romney?
1: Mitt Romney, mm-hmm. Re- Mitt Romney. Yes, I'm so sorry, um, Mitt Romney. He, they're tired. People like Mitt, they're older. They they know that it's, it's time out for this rhetoric that mm-hmm. that the uh, the president is doing. It's something all the time. Mm-hmm. It's full of drama and and long drawn out stuff. It's just too much. Yeah. and we have to get stability. we have to get um um we have to get uh the the, the presidential seat and the, the um the whole idea of being the president we have to get the integrity of being president back established
0: okay. it
1: has been completely blown out of the water and okay. we got to reestablish that some kind of way well
0: so you know kind of the reason why we got Donald Trump is that, you know, back in 2016, uh, 40 million Americans took the day off uh, and didn't vote. So, I mean, coming from a national uh, human rights organization, what do you think it's going to take to motivate individuals to come out and vote? I know the 65 and up crowd are going to definitely vote. uh, But, you know, 21 uh, to 45, what do you think it's going to take to motivate them to get out to the polls? We got to push.
1: The ones that uh, really believe, and the the people that believe that your vote matters, you gotta, we gotta push. I'm trying to rally around a um, uh, a movement. Uh, We got this movement, and I'm trying to push it really, really hard. I've been talking to a lot of the youth here in uh, Spartanburg, South Carolina, where I am based, Mm -hmm. and um, talking to them, asking them about what is it about voting. A lot of them, a lot of the youth, uh, I think it's Generation X, uh, 25 and under. They don't believe. In between the, the 18, well, 18 to 25, they really don't believe that they vote. Their votes count. All um, oh, it's all systemic. It's all planned. They they already got who they're gonna vote in, and it's hard to get them to. Mm-hmm. They're trying to thought and to get them to, to understand. Yes, it matters. Your vote matters. And, and we got to let them know we got this. Um, the people before us who bled, who died, so that you can have a right to vote. I have pic- pictures all over the internet; they're everywhere. And we got to let them know that this is where it stemmed from. This is where it started. This is why it started. And if you want to have your um um. Your, the issues that you're going through uh accounted for, you want to have your views looked at, you want to have this stuff stopped and in 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 your communities are raising an awareness all over the place, you've got to get out and vote mm-hmm. and they don't they don't understand that um um your vote counts. they don't understand that you know the issues and things. I even heard them this time. I just voted on Saturday
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, for primary. And I talked to a couple of them, and they was like, um, oh, I'll just wait until uh, November comes, then I'll vote. And I said, do you not understand that each time there is a voting uh, opportunity that you need to make that count? And I don't understand where it comes from. Two times a year, you vote for the primary, every four years, twice, primary and then the general election. Mm -hmm. Every two years, you need to vote for the Senate and for the Congress and different things like that. And it's a young man, he's a rap artist and I don't know his name and I put him on my page. Yellow pain. And to, to get out there his name and is, he was talking about
0: his name is Yellow Pain.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about um uh the different levels of government, what mm-hmm. makes sense and different things like that. Wonderful. And it's a way to get to get them out there. So we gotta try. We gotta push we gotta push, we gotta we gotta let them know that um, where it came from, where it stemmed from, why we gotta vote and, and why it matters. Yeah. They I mean, I'm gonna tell you now, a lot of them a lot of them hear the Trump thing and they're they're very angry by a lot of stuff he's done. He made it easy for Generation X whenever he starts to downgrade Colin Kaepernick. He made it easy. Whenever he started to, um, for them to vote against him when he started to uh, 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 play around with disabled people and, and mimic and mock those mm-hmm. people, so he did it to himself. But we, I thank him for it because he just let people know who he was, all, and, and in general, all over who he is. He is, is something very, very wrong with that person, mm-hmm. and we have to push him way out and get somebody sensible in the White House that's going to um, uh, allow us as a Democratic people to rise up and, and do what we need to do for one another.
0: So do you think there's a candidate out there that's spoken to, to that? Because, I mean, I, I do understand the, the need to vote to be anti-Donald Trump, but don't you think that there has to be a platform out there that's pro-something so that would motivate folks to vote?
1: Honestly? I think that the three that are left, except for Bloomberg, I have my issues with him. Mm-hmm. Bernie and Biden and Warren, I think any of them will make a wonderful president. However, I'm leaning more towards Biden and
2: mm-hmm.
1: because um, Biden has been there. He's been in the white, and that's just me, and I heard you say it before. Mm-hmm. He's been there. He was with President Obama, a great leader he knows um stamina he knows um um discretion
2: mm-hmm. he
1: has temper he knows those things he knows what it's going to take when you're talking to uh leaders of other nations he knows what it's going to take he he saw the things that the that Obama went through he saw the walls that Obama had to tear down he Obama went to places and people and they showed it on TV they wouldn't even shake his hand when he came through. Mm-hmm. So he was a part of that. He got the Nobel Peace Peace Award from President Obama. He knows what it's going to take. One, her policies are wonderful as well and so is Bernie. But we got to have somebody that's gonna know what it's going to take to not only um, triumph over uh, President Trump, but that's going to lead our people once again to the victory of us as a people, not just black people, everybody as a nation. We've got to push that.
0: Mm-hmm. And so I guess, you know, kind of following up on that previous question, you know, it was a lot mm-hmm. of people that were energized by, you know, Obama in both, uh, both elections. Uh, but do mm-hmm. you feel, I mean, coming right after the South Carolina primary, do you feel that level of energy on the ground uh, in South Carolina for change, do you feel that?
1: When it was, it was, it's, it's now. Biden won um, South Carolina, mm-hmm. and um, he did an excellent job. He won it. Um, I said he became very frustrated because he couldn't get everything he wanted out, and I and I understood that. He um, he won that. I really, honestly feel. Um, that we don't have the same energy that we have when I think for when it was Obama, it was more of the energy of he's a black man. Mm -hmm. He is smart and intelligent. He has something to offer. He has a beautiful family. He has an intelligent wife. And like uh, some of the people said before, when the the first four years that he was in office, we just want to see what he's going to do. Mm -hmm. Once he got in there, and they saw that he what he brought to the table and it was um, a, a high, high level of respect and he um, was very unbiased in, um, in his uh, leading and the things that he said and he was for everybody. Then everybody was willing to vote for him again. Mm-hmm. Now, I haven't heard anything uh, uh, like that about this. I think more people are on the ticket with Biden because of Obama. But a lot of people are um rooting for Bernie as well. He has a higher uh reputation than Warren does, but she is on fire. Mm-hmm. She is really on fire for this. I would love to see Biden uh, um become our president and bring Warren along with uh with him. Mm-hmm. Um Bernie has some um he has some um I don't know if it's eccentric uh views, especially about uh medical marijuana. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just a, a lot of things. He he said once he get in, he's gonna legalize marijuana as soon as he get in there. I think he needs to take a step back and, and just kind of chill for a minute, especially it comes down to that. And um, and just wait a minute. Mm-hmm. But it has to be more than just legalizing marijuana. It has to be other things. But that seems to be, I guess, what he feels that the that the black uh, community wants uh you know everybody wants to get the black vote they know that there are millions of black voters out there they know that mm-hmm. and if they can get down the, the black vote they know that they have an opportunity they know
0: that well let's drill down on so, that um we were in I'm sorry? S- let's drill down on that issue of getting the black vote okay. out so we were, okay. we were in selma yesterday um and okay. for the 55th um anniversary of, the, of bloody sunday which of course uh was the march from Selma to Montgomery uh that mm-hmm. was unsuccessful when the Alabama State mm-hmm. Patrol beat the peaceful protesters and so um, h- thousands of African Americans were there from all over the south uh most of the uh presidential candidates were there except for Bernie Sanders and so i guess mm-hmm. my question is if Bernie Sanders is going to motivate young African Americans middle-aged African-Americans and older African-Americans to vote for him, why do you think he decided not to come to Selma?
1: To be honest, looking at his views, I don't see why he wasn't there. Mm -hmm. the different things and the different topics that he has said hopefully there was something going on with his family that he had to attend to just you know on on the humanistic side of it all but according to what I have been reading about Bernie according to the things that I I've seen in 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 judging uh, uh, his character I really don't know why he wasn't there Mm -hmm. and um uh, does it speak volumes for him only until he speaks up about it only until he says you know this is the reason I, why I wasn't there this is the reason why I didn't show up but uh, only until then and then you can say mm, that's not a good enough um, that's not a good enough answer but Bernie has been on the ticket to um, uh, on the black American ticket to uh, really restore a lot of faith back into the judicial system and into um, um, the political standpoint as for as leadership Mm -hmm. is concerned and he he wants it bad Mm
2: -hmm. and he
1: said that he wants it bad but hey him not showing up yesterday uh, that's really going to speak volumes for him And, um, and, and a lot of people are going to question that but honestly to be to be honest i would have thought he would have showed up yeah and so with him not showing up it's it's yes it's going to speak volumes and and until he says why then you know why he didn't come no no telling us why he he didn't come but until he speaks on it then we'll never know why but yes it, it is going to make a difference to a lot of people
0: yeah, because, I mean, you know, all of the presidents of the Greek organizations were there. The NAACP mm-hmm. president was there. Um, oh, wow. Al Sharpton was there. Jesse Jackson was there. John Lewis was mm-hmm. there. Thousands upon oh, yeah. thousands of African-Americans who vote were there. And uh, so far, there's been silence from Bernie Sanders' camp, except for mm-hmm. saying that he protested in the civil rights movement. In, in the 60s and, and I mean I, I respect that fact but here's a commemoration of the 55th anniversary of the bloodiest day of the civil rights movement and the reason for the Voting mm-hmm. Rights Act um, and mm-hmm. you, you weren't there so there's some definite yeah. questions that need to be answered uh, but you know, as, as, a, as black people um, don't you think we need to be a little bit more more um, Upfront and honest about what we demand in the next presidential candidate uh from from the democratic party, don't you think we should demand that you come to our events and you speak directly to the base
1: absolutely but um who who, who do we have to speak up for us? I, I mean the i mean it's a good question I mean, we've got to yeah we we've got to we've got to put that but but then too, who do we have to speak up for us? As a people, I mean, it seems to me now, one thing we as a black people got to do, we've got to become a little bit more congealed with the things that we that we're demanding. It can't be this this east side, west side, north side, south side type of thing that we want. We got to come together as a people. Now, I'm going to tell you, mm-hmm. um, Strayer.
0: Not, he, Tom Starr, yeah. He hit a lot
1: of things on the head uh, speaking up about uh, reforms and and recompense and reconsolidations and different things like that for for the black community. Mm -hmm. And um, really and truly I was interested to figure out what did he mean and how far was he willing to go with that? Because that is a conversation that needs to be had. What are we as a people looking for as a recompense for us, we is definitely not uh, 40 acres in a meal now. Mm-hmm. So, what are we looking for? Um, let me see. Let me pull it up here. So basically, I at basically,
0: you're talking about his platform for reparations, Tom Steyer. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh yes, most definitely. And and what what is that going to look like? I'm I'm very interesting to know. Interested to know what is that going to look like for us as a people? First of all, we as a people have got to come up with what what are we looking for. What is it that we need to happen? What is it that we want to happen for us as a people? And so not only is us as a people, as a black race, because really we are the race that has been stunked on and uh, the most, but we got Native Americans that went through the same exact thing. They were the first people that were um, um, bruised and uh, oppressed and beaten and, and killed off. So we gotta figure out us as a people, we do that but we're not the only ones. So how do we how do we make this happen? So that's a needed conversation that we need to have. Okay. How do we get this to happen? How do we make this happen? How do we get this to happen? So exactly what are we looking for as a people? How do we get it how do we make it happen for us? And um I think in on all of the debates, Straya was the only one that was really really hitting things on the nail like okay how do we do this reform how do we go back and 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 do this uh this recompense for us it's, where do we where do we go and a lot of people was cheering for that but you know when it comes down to it what else did he have and i think that's a, another issue if that's all you got for us and 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 uh, is a recompense then where else is where else are you going
2: mm-hmm.
1: so okay it's sort of like okay you're gonna you gonna um, um, point out the very, the um the white elephant in the room, but however, you wash your back, you wash my back, I wash yours. I do this for the black people, okay, black people. What are you gonna do for us? Type well, thing. I just
0: didn't. Well, I, I mean, I don't know if it was quite like that, I, but I, I think that what he was trying to say is you can't. You can't really have a, a, a black agenda without talking about the elephant that's in the room and that's rep, that's reparations. Um, but, you know, a lot of the candidates have skirted around that issue. I know Bernie has said we're mm-hmm. not even going to address that issue. And, and Biden mm-hmm. has talked about what he did with President Obama. Um, so I think yeah. that I think we need to keep that issue squarely on the table uh, because, mm-hmm. you know, the, the uh, Native Americans, they got their reservations and they do have their own government uh, and there's other entities the Japanese Americans who were interned they got reparations and the Jewish Americans who were a part of the Holocaust they also got reparations and slow so did um, the slave owners got reparations right after the Civil War so I, I think mm-hmm. that it's a definitely needed conversation but in the last few minutes of the podcast we got it cuz we gotta wrap it up what is New Order? What is New Order doing um, to push forward to get African Americans out to vote and, and to protect their human rights?
1: As the political strategist who, who I am, like I said, we're going to push this. We got this movement um, uh, to our um, to our youth. That's where we have to start. We have to let them know that we are coming uh, out out the gate running. With mm-hmm. our uh, just hard, and we cannot let up. Uh, New order is 100% um, taking on that that role to to make sure that we push youth, we push um, um, this middle generation that I'm a part of, mm-hmm. and as well as the 65 and above. We're pushing this, and we got to let our uh, people know we got this. We got to vote. Why do we have to vote? How do we vote? What does that look like? Um, and, and 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 to push it out there, the, the only thing we have is word of mouth. We can we can talk about this all day, but we got mm-hmm. to hit the hedges and hit the highways. And we're pushing it through social media. We're pushing it through uh, now this podcast as well. Um, um, pushing it through our, our website and different things and we're pushing it and letting people know hey even if you need to a better understanding the clear understanding of what voting is all about we can help so that's what we're doing I'm going to be doing a lot more um, 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 web uh, things on um, I'm going to try to get some things out uh, through the website and through the um, through the Facebook page to mm-hmm. um, inform people, let people know exactly what we need to do. Um, not to, to persuade them of who to vote for, but to let them know that it is your right. And with it being your right, go exercise your right. Whatever. And do it with um, joy and do it with the understanding of who you are as a people and that uh, you are an American above all. You are an American. You are you are uh, African American, and the people before you have fought very hard. They bled and died to make sure that you have this right and to go do it.
0: Okay. Well, I appreciate you. And how can people get in touch with New Order Human Rights Organization and, and make sure they are part of this movement?
1: Okay. Um, new Order. Uh, we have an eight hundred number. It's one 5138 Call us the, um, directly. Um, we, Like I said, we are um, hubbed out of Marietta, Georgia. If you'd like to send us a letter uh, to let us know what you think, um, uh, have some questions or whatever, you can um, drop us some, uh, something in the mail, P.O. Box 1821, Marietta, Georgia, 30061, or you can always email us at info at org, and that is our direct email address.
0: Are there any, thank you for that. Are there any parting thoughts you want to leave the people with uh, as we get ready to close out?
1: Well, first of all, I want to thank you, uh, Mr. Griggs, for allowing me to come in and be a part of your podcast. And secondly, I would like to tell everybody that please go out and vote. It is your absolute right to um, um, to get your um, views um, uh, looked at and make sure that you um, exercise your, your rights. It's a privilege as well. Get out there, vote, make it count. We
0: got this. 100% we got it. Well, I really appreciate you coming in to Justice Fighter Podcast. and We really appreciate you, and we will definitely have you on again. Tell Mr. Rose that I really appreciate you coming on. <laughs>
1: no problem at all, and thanks again.
0: Thank you. And so, again, this is the Justice Fighter Podcast. This is Attorney Gerald Griggs, the Justice Fighter. You just had... Uh, the political strategist for New Order Human Rights Organization, on the pod. She dropped some gems of information on the reason why we have to vote. There are some important dates coming up. If you're watching this in Georgia, we have the presidential primary. Early voting started today, goes all the way until the voting day, which is uh, March the 24th. We have Super Tuesday, which is tomorrow, so many of you who are watching this Uh, will either have already voted or in the process of voting in eight states including California and Texas. Uh, So we will be uh, uh, very close to determining whether or not we will have a nominee uh, before uh, the convention. So uh, that's big. Uh, Again, several presidential candidates have dropped out of the race. Tom Steyer has dropped out. Uh, Pete Buttigieg has dropped out. Amy Klobuchar has dropped out. And we're still waiting on Tulsi Gabbard. Yes, she's still in the race, but She's polling at about zero percent. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, But again, this is a podcast, Justice Fighter podcast. We're going to bring you all the information that you need to know about this presidential election, as well as the state and local elections as qualifying started for uh, the November election here in Georgia, where we had our U.S. Senate Uh, Candidates qualify. We had judges qualify. We had state reps and and house reps qualify. So, we're going to bring you this stuff step by step so you can be broke down in the process. And I want to leave you with this Not only should we vote because our ancestors were beaten on the Edmund Pettus Bridge that I just walked across yesterday, but we're also seeing mass incarceration at a very high rate that's affecting the new generation so if you're not going to vote because your ancestors voted you might want to vote now because it's very close to us being right back in the situation that john lewis and martin luther king and all those individuals found themselves as the voting rights act is being gutted as we speak that means your right to vote is being taken away and if it wasn't important, they wouldn't take it away. So this is Attorney Gerald Griggs of Justice Fighter. I will see you on the next episode of Justice Fighter Podcast on the Justice Media Network brought to you by E-Stream and JViz Production. I want to thank them. I want to thank you for watching. And for all things justice, tune into the Justice Fighter, Justice Fighter Podcast. I'll see you next time.